Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. I'm like really ready to like give like I'm like done with parenting this week. I'm just gonna let you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Except you can't take a break. <laughs> yeah, I can't wish take you a break. Could. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been rough. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, like people who get animals and they're like, you know, it just wasn't a match. Like, yeah. I just can't <laughs> handle the responsibility. Um, and they like take the dog back. To like yeah, that's the what shelter. She wanted, that's what she also, also this have you you know this whole thing during COVID, people ditching their pets. Have you have you guys seen this? Like mm-hmm. people, yeah, people are like can't like handle it anymore. They adopted pets they like adopted during pets. COVID, and now they're like, okay, we're ready to like. I don't know when they adopted them, work, so I don't. But the like anymore. There's what? like videos of people like driving like you know to like a, a forest and like letting their dog go, and then they like <laughs> take off. I'm not even kidding you. We aired it on the news. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, let me kick off this episode by saying hi, welcome. Um, we were just, I was just talking about how um, River is going for, she, I've, I've said this, I feel like if you've been listening to this podcast, you're like, no, literally, when is your kid going to turn three? Because I've been like saying that she's going to turn three, like for the last six months, but really she's going to turn three two weeks from today. Um, and I, she is, um, she has become very challenging in the last couple of weeks. And Ingrid has just suggested that, um, people are, <laughs> people, are people are giving up their pets. Should we, can you, like, is there a way that you could like return your kids? <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think it's possible. Um, what's the policy on this? It's, I, I got it three years ago. Have I, I know. the return window here? She's Ooh. almost three. Yeah. Show up at the hospital. I um, made a mistake. Here yeah. Go. Yeah. I know. I think no, I got I'm the just, wrong kid. Listen, wrong you kid. know, I love this kid and she, there are very, there's a lot of fun things happening in our house, but it's like River has just realized that she can say, like, she just realized that she's like a person and is independent of me and Brian. And like, she's like, realized like. I don't have to put my bathing suit back on. I don't need to wear a life. I don't, I can say no to wearing that life jacket on a boat. Um, I don't have to eat the meals that you've cooked for me. I don't have to go to bed. I can wake up in the middle of the night and demand that you come. Like these are all of the things that have happened to Mm -hmm. me in like the last like six days. I Um, think I said this to you, Katie too, is like three and I would say even four, they're really hard ages because- Uh, they've realized this, right? They have like a power and they can be stubborn and they can say no and not do things. But when they hit like five, you can start threatening things and they understand it. So you'd be like, okay, if you don't eat half of that 
you know, turkey burger or whatever for dinner, yeah. you don't get to have a cookie in five minutes from now. Like that makes complete sense to your five year old. Yeah. They're like, no, I want the cookie. Like, okay, <laughs> we'll eat your hamburger. So then they eat the hamburger. The three year old just screams and doesn't eat, right? So there's some there's some hope. I you know, know you just have to get through years. two more years of this. I know. I know. And then no, everything I, will listen, be better. I am con- I'm fully convinced that I'm the hope this doesn't even last two years. I just think that she ha- is just testing her boundaries. But literally, I mean, I we have got I mean, it has been like bedtime used to be like a 15, 20 minute process. Guess how long it was last night? Yeah. Eesh, an hour. How long? Oh yeah, like an hour and a half, you guys. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half. And I, and I, like Brian and I, I got off the show this morning. He called me. He's like, dude, dude, like, uh, what, like, what, what, like, what, how, what, what can we do? How, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do hour and a half bedtimes. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. Like, maybe we can trade off. I don't really know. Um, but I, we also were bringing up the point that um, how much does your kid really comprehend? Because Brian and I have been having some of these conversations. River will be in her car seat next to us and we'll be having these conversations. And then I look over and I'm like, does she? know that we're complaining about her is she see it's like your pet you're like are they really do they understand what i'm saying yeah (laughs) yeah it is it is i mean like yeah it's like um yeah it's exactly what it is like does your cat really understand you does your toddler really understand you i don't know I think at three, like I, we do the same thing. Like sometimes we'll be talking and I'm like, oh gosh, like the kids are right there. Yeah. And Ellery and Henry obviously can pick up on it. Bennett, I don't think can yet. I don't think, I think Ingrid's got a point. I think when you reach that level where they like understand consequences and like understand that this is going to cause this and like can see past the next like one minute of their life. Right. Then I think that you need to worry a little bit more. But I think at this phase, like I don't really worry about what I say in front of Bennett because I don't feel like she's super comprehending it. Yeah. At least I hope not. You hope. Yeah. I, cause yeah. So like I've got two and a half and a five-year-old and like, for example, when we're driving in the car, if my son is in the car, I'm like, I got to, I have to turn off crime junkies. Like he's going to understand yeah, like yeah. what a murder is. And I think my two and a half year old, hopefully he doesn't, but like, you, it's like that sweet spot that you're like, soundtrack. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just wait till they start reading and then you have to worry about your text too, because like, I cannot tell you how many times oh, gosh. Ellery will look over and I'm texting and I'm like, Ooh. Like, what else did, was in this text chain? Because she will read everything. And really? So, yes. Yes. Oh, you have to be gosh. so careful this about like, like she, This is very problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't even like, realize it. Like, she'll walk up and I'm not realizing that she's, like, reading over my shoulder. And she'll, like, be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, Bloop. like, ah. like What are you know, texting, just, Karen? I mean, pretty scandalous stuff over here. <laughs> Thank your mom's text chain. Um, yeah, right. Well, the other day we were in the car and, uh, she goes, huh, mom, what does black lives matter mean? Oh, well, that was in a text. No, 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 no. Sorry. We're driving oh, and it, there was oh. a sign in like West Asheville that was yeah. like a black lives matter sign. And yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to get into this conversation right now, I yeah. guess. But like, you know, once they start reading, everything's on the table, you know, like you never know what they're going to see, what sign they're going to see and what they're going to. So um, still a little about. a little fuzzy between five and six. So six is really so really we have 
I have got a couple more years. We've got a you few more years. Keep listening right. to that Woo. crime junkies. Keep complaining All right. keep, about them. Keep watching Bridgerton. Keep watching Bridgerton in front of <laughs> oh, you. There you go. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> she had her iPad on. I mean, I don't know. She knows from the news desk. This first article comes from an ABC affiliate out of Denver, Colorado. Um, how the lack of touch has impacted us during the pandemic. Um, I think no surprise here that, you know, physical touch we know is very important. Um, and it's been something we've been lacking, some of us, during the pandemic. Um you know, and it's not just like the the lack of like hugging somebody or kissing someone or like going to get a massage, but this article talks about everyday touch that I really haven't thought much about, right? Like everyday touch, like shaking someone's hand yeah. when you meet them or a pat on the back, like a simple touch, even to, you know, like a, a coworker or just like a, you know, like a casual friend makes you kind of feel like connected to this person, right? It's a good feeling. Um, and we're not doing those things. I mean, even now when I see friends and even if we have masks on, I'm like, should I give this person a hug? Like, yeah. should, how should I greet these people? Like it's, you know, it's starting to get a little bit better, but um, the, the, the few things that they say can help include um, taking a bath, um, hugging your pet, kind of cuddling up with your pet. When you do see people in person, keep good eye contact, like put the phone down, really try to connect with them. Even if you can't physically touch them, just really keeping that eye contact. And this is something too, that I think a lot of folks, um, at least I have started to do a little bit more of during the pandemic is actually calling people on the phone and talking to them rather than just texting because we're so used to texting and such like a cold thing. But just that simple picking up the phone and calling someone, um, you can feel a little bit more connected to them. But I mean, it's true. I don't know if you guys are like this. Like if I've had a bad day or if I just, for some reason I'm down about something, I'm like, like to my husband, I'm like, can I just have a hug? Like a hug, it just like makes me like feel better. Like yeah. my blood, your blood pressure goes down. Like it lowers your heartbeat, your stress levels drop. And it is, I mean, it is incredibly sad to see people on Facebook and I've seen this and it's a lot of times older people, but not, not even, I've seen people in their thirties, people in this business post on pages and stuff that say, it's been a year since I've literally hugged a human being. Well, like, I mean, it makes sense. You don't have a husband, entire, you, you don't have a partner and you yeah. don't have kids. Like it's Who are hugging, you hugging has been frowned upon for the last year and a half. You, so. you haven't gone on a date. Yeah. You don't have you don't have a parents who live near you or you're scared to touch them or be near them. Yeah. I mean, what does that do to to your emotional stability? I mean, your your anxiety is higher, you're obviously probably a little bit depressed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And hopefully we're coming out of all of this, but luckily we have these toddlers that are just crawling all over us and giving us just an immense love. Um, that is hard sometimes, but I mean, in the end of the day, like how grateful are we? This is, yeah, we yeah. are so blessed. Um, I will say this, it has begun like the no handshake stuff and the hugging stuff. Like you'll see your friends who you haven't, se- haven't seen in a minute and you start to feel kind of, it's like that awkward, like pause, like people that you would normally like, hi, how are you? Like, Hey, it's good to see right, you. Right. You're like not doing and these are, I mean, now I'm, I've been vaccinated now for two months. These are other people that I know are vaccinated. Like we could probably hug yet. We're not hugging because now yeah. it's like this taboo thing. And when will this end? 
when will it be like finally not awkward to hug? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the mask thing too, right? You know, like we don't really have to wear our masks anymore, but we we still still do it. Like, I just don't know when there's going to be a day that it's like, all right, I'm ready now. Bring on the hugs, no masks, no, like, let's just. And I, I, in, in some ways I really love like the no touching with people because for example, you know, I've had like like, you know, service people come to my house or like people who you're meeting who are strangers, like I never wanted to touch those people's hands ever. And <laughs> like you're, now, you don't hug them. You were talking about like shaking. I'm hand. just talking about like people you've like never met in your life. Like yeah. when traditionally you should be shaking their hand, introducing yourself. I, I didn't want to do that to start and now I don't have to do it. <laughs> right. Right. Well, can I tell you this? Like, I do not want to call people on the phone. Like I oh, really, you're hate, not into the phone. I hate talking on the phone. Um, so I don't, don't you talk to your sister like that. every day? I talk to my sister like six times a day, but that's the only See? person I want to talk to on the phone. It's the <laughs> only person. It's oh, true. Well, well, I guess yeah. we won't call you anymore, Katie. Jeez. Do we don't talk on the phone. We text. There are like very few instances. Yeah, and it's been very lonely. I felt very disconnected from you. I know. I I don't even know where our relationship sits anymore because all I get is a text. That's all I get. All I got to say is like, do not call me. No. There you go. Voicemails. They call you and leave voicemails. Like, stop. I can see that you called. Do not leave me a voicemail. I think actually this pandemic thing was like really working for me and maybe Ingrid too, because she already admitted that she never wanted to touch anyone. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm with Ingrid though. I like a phone call every once in a while. Oh no. Why? Well, it's voices. like, it's more, it's, well, it's different when it, like, if I live in the same town as people and I see them often, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not going to call you. Um, but if I, if you live out of town, I got to do like the catch mm-hmm. up, you know, like the, the call catch up thing. But also, like, if I'm driving, I'll call somebody mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's, I do but that. It's, but it's usually like my good friends. Like, I wouldn't randomly call somebody who I would nor- who I would like just normally text if that makes sense. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm gonna like call my mom to tell her like that I had, <laughs> I don't know, that you're pregnant, like, <laughs> that I had like pie <laughs> last night, like you know, for nothing, <laughs> nothing important. <laughs> hey mom I had some pie last night hey, mom hope you're well had some pie like I mean literally those are the kind you know how it is with your family like, those are the conversations yeah. like those types of people you call and you have literally no reason to call them like I have nothing to tell you yeah I, there nothing happened yeah I'm just calling like my you. sister like there's yeah. like no reason yeah. like, my sister too yeah like there's just like no reason to have a conversation that's but I, nobody else like I'm good. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, usually I feel like there's like <laughs> one one thing to say, like right, like when I call my sisters, like, well, I was gonna ask you about this, but really well, I just why wanted didn't to you chat. Just text but her? like, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. just text her. Just text yeah. her. I don't know. I, I like talking on the phone. I feel like that's like you're old, like old, like old people like to talk on. The phone no, Katie, you're, you're old your too. Age. Yeah, we're like yeah, almost the same age. You. Okay, okay. I know. Well, but that's what I'm telling oh, you. Oh, I meant like, like not like on paper, but I was making fun of you and your husband about being old the other day. Remember that? We were talking about getting the, uh, the oh, paper. Yeah, we have like a cable TV. Oh, we get the paper. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a journalist and I get the newspaper and Ingrid is um, I am shocked well, that you get the be, paper. Maybe you should be more of an environmentalist and um, read it on, oh, on your we computer. Recy- we recycle it. We recycle. 
we're keep, you know we're keeping the local journalist in business here in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean Karen has DVD players. So oh like, yeah, that's what the break. other thing was. We were talking about DVD players. <laughs> yeah, Karen has DVD players. Like yeah, what's like you know? Hey, hey, hey! Go mm-hmm. ahead, defend your DVD player. Well, we have a lot of DVDs that are still good. Why do I need to buy an iPad? <sighs> you know. Okay. Because it's right. a million times easier. That's why. Yeah. Mom's the word. So you guys, I, you guys know I, we have a ton of kid hand-me-downs. Um, so I don't use this site, but a friend of mine told me about it, and it's amazing. It's called Kidizen. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. K-I-D-I-Z-E-N. And it's um, gently used kids' clothes, um, nice mm. ones. Um, so if you um, – and you can sell or buy on this site. It's super easy. Um, it's really cute stuff. And a lot of it is new, like brand new. Um, and I was thinking about it. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff even after going through three kids – that we have that maybe, like, the kid was that age at the wrong season. So we've yeah. got, like, you know, winter stuff that never really got worn. Um, and we get so many hand-me-downs that there's even a lot of our hand-me-downs that, that have never – still have tags on and, you know, have never been worn. So it's a lot of um, kids, and they're really well-priced. Um, so, yeah, if, you're, if you need some kids' clothes and you don't want to – you know, you want really cute stuff, like name brand stuff, but you don't want to pay a lot, um, Kidizen, K-I-D-I-Z-E-N.com. Um, and, yeah, you can, like, shop by age, by gender, and it's really good stuff. So That's – I wrote that down. Like, I'm, I'm going to use that. I am so tired of buying clothes for these kids. They grow mm-hmm. so freaking fast. And it's so much money. I mean, it's hundreds of dollars a season. It's ridiculous. Well, and like even I think the thing about kids clothes to me is like, you know, you go to Target or wherever and it's like, oh, well, that little romper is only like $18. That doesn't seem like that much. But then like when you think about it, you've got to like clothe them for the whole season. It adds up quickly. Like somehow it adds up really quickly. So even if it's half price or, you know, whatever, that's still super helpful. You know, the other thing I like to buy that I have for, like I have purchased used for River is like sweatshirts or mm-hmm. snow pants. I mean, we live kind mm-hmm. of in, I mean, I mean, River wore snow pants maybe twice this whole year. Mm-hmm. And I think we used some hand-me-downs. One I bought used on a website just because it's like, I mean, yeah. if we lived in New York, it would be a totally, total different story. But I mean, we don't right. live in a place. So I like to do, or like, you know, some, like I said, sweatshirts, like hoodies, mm-hmm. stuff that she just mm-hmm. doesn't wear that often. And mm-hmm. you're right. Like in six months, she's, it's not like she can wear mm-hmm. it next winter. So it's like nice right. to get right. stuff used. Yeah. And, and, and like yeah, too, it's good for the like, environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Karen, so. you gave us a bag of clothes for my son the other day. Um, He's obsessed with these clothes. Oh, I like, really? Like, oh, good. Like, you know, they're just like normal clothes. In yeah. fact, he has like some very similar like clothes that are the same in his same drawer. And he's like, but where, where are Henry shorts? Like, where are the ones that <gasps> Henry gave me? He like thinks they're Henry's. Like, for some reason, they didn't fit him, which is like not really accurate. But I just said they were from Henry. And he's like, he's got to have these shorts. He's got to have these pants. He's like layering all these awkward things together. Really like Henry. He's really I picking up. Oh my gosh! Henry. Yeah, like a lot. Henry's like, crazy Henry's style is already taking fashion off. Fashion yeah. yeah, I told you. I think this kid is going to be like a mute. He'll be like an Instagram um, 
what, what do you call influencer? it? Influencer. Probably like an influencer in like 10 years. I, I call it right now. Maybe even five. Well, it's funny. You know, I think his outfits are so crazy. And the other day, his preschool teacher was like, I just love how he dresses. And I was oh, like, oh, that's really? Sweet. Like, that's good. Um, yeah. And you've been trying to crush it. So let him blossom. I know. Crush his spirit. Let him do it. Don't crush it. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next article here. Um, this is whew, this is a doozy of an article, ladies. Um, this is called Parent Trap, Why the Cult of the Perfect Mother Has to End. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, so this, this article about- really spoke to me, by the way. I just felt like I needed to say that. I know I, Karen, I gave it to you, but after I read it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like every <laughs> paragraph. Yes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I know. I, I usually <laughs> have like maybe three lines of notes yeah. for each article. Yeah. I had like a yeah. half a page. I was like, yeah. and then I was like, I just need to stop taking notes. Cause this is yeah. like, there's no way we're going to be able to talk about all so this. So what are your highlights? I want to know your highlights from this article. Um, so a, a couple of quotes that I thought were really great. Um, realism is a political act. It builds yes. solidarity and better conditions. I, I highlighted that. Yeah, that same quote. Yeah. So, so yeah. Here, j- just to catch the listeners up real quick. So this article basically is going through the whole thing about how there's kind of been this transformation and why all moms have this example and this really high bar of having to be perfect and how this came about and why this is so problematic. Um, and it goes through a lot of different issues in here. Um, but the, the author starts out by talking about how, you know, she wanted to have this natural birth and then she had to have a C-section and then she was so exhausted afterwards. And then her kids were fighting and she was yelling at them, but then she felt like she's not supposed to yell at them. And there's like every single like thing that you're not supposed to do as parents, but everybody does. And why is there this, you know, internet and social media um, image that we're supposed to be trying to uphold when it's, there's no way we could do it. Um, Another one of the quotes that I just thought was amazing. After more than a hundred years of feminism under our belts, mothers are still underpaid, overworked, exploited, overlooked, frazzled, isolated, and perpetually guilty. Mm -hmm. Like how true is that? Preach. It's true. It's so true. I liked this one. Um, if you were to follow all of the things that you're supposed to follow as a mom, um, you would, the advice, the advice industry and the media recommend that um, women would have children in their twenties, not drink while trying to conceive, avoid alcohol, caffeine, and a host of delicious foods when pregnant, steer clear of DIY materials and cleaning products. They would choose a natural midwife led birthing center. They wouldn't use anesthesia. They would breastfeed exclusively and on demand for at least six months. They would not sleep train their baby. They would not work or only very part-time during the first three years. Like the point is, is it's just so it's impossible. Like, it's impossible. It's but impossible. also like moms don't want to do all of those things either. Like it's, it's also like they, it's, it's like, you're assuming that I want to do all of these things too, that are quote unquote, maybe the best for my baby or my family or whatever. But it's like, wh- women can do what they want to do. Like yeah. if you want to like not breastfeed your kid and like go back to work after like eight weeks, like fine, you know, do, like, it. do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, this article, I mean, I've been feeling a lot of my, it's funny. And Brian has been like, you know, I really do think that mom guilt, as the name suggests, is exclusive to moms, by the way, because sometimes (laughs) I'll try to talk to Brian about it. And he's like, kind of looks at me like, uh, yeah, you're like being crazy. Like that's rivers. Like she's just, this is like what it is. It's like, this is like toddlerhood, like stop. 
it's okay if she watches the, the, like lately river has been watching the little mermaid i have no idea how she discovered it and i was like i just is the little mermaid like something that we want to present to our daughter and bless and he was like what like <laughs> is, is it like allowing you to like vacuum for 20 minutes like what are you you're really worried about the message the little mermaid is sending like stop you're crazy i actually but this is like these I agree. Things, I... Right? You think about yeah. the Little Mermaid? Or what? I, I just before? had a conversation with one of my friends the other day. I was like, am I still allowed to show my daughter, like, Cinderella and, like, Mermaid? Like, I, we think about everything. Yeah. It's just, it's, yes. it's nonstop. And I just, I feel like sometimes the burden for that stuff, like, nobody's going to keep her from watching The Little Mermaid or Cinderella or, I don't know, having meltdowns or like eating exclusively mac and cheese like I feel like that burden is like squarely on my shoulders and it's just exhausting and like and I go through these like you know these cycles and I think every mom does of like I you know I don't give a s-h-i-t like it's like it's like what you know and I'm not just saying like okay watch your ipad all day what I'm saying is like as a mom I don't really care if you think I look perfect on instagram or you know you know, you think I should be volunteering my time or doing this or that, um, or feeding my kid this, like, it doesn't really matter to me. But then the other side of, of Ingrid's head is like, but you should be doing all of these things. Like what's wrong with you? Like these things, you know, like the most important thing in the world is to be a mother. So you should be doing a hundred percent all the time. So, you know, it's, it's, you can't escape your own It's warring in your brain. You really Mm -hmm. can't even stop it. And I guess that's just how the rest of our lives are going to be. (laughs) (laughs) That's depressing. Well, and it, it kind of feels like there's almost, and I mean, I hate saying this, it sort of feels like there's no way out, right? Is, and maybe you just need to pick and choose your battles. Like there's some days, I mean, I get up at two in the morning for work and there are some days when it's like, five o'clock and we're eating dinner and River is like demanding macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, fine. Pen drop. Like, I, I don't care. Are you going to, is that, you want to eat it? Like, that's fine. Like, I just don't have like the will to care anymore. And know? also like Katie to, to your point, like the other option is like what you're going to scream at your kid and then right. you're going to feel bad about it. So it's right. like, you're either in your mind about to blow up a, B, you yell at your kid and you do blow up, or three, you give in. So it's like, yeah. what? what's today? Yeah. What are we going to do today? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> Did you have any other quotes that you wanted to share? Yeah, like, is there anything else you got over there, Karen? Um, I like the last quote, motherhood is feminism's unfinished business. Um, I liked this one. I like that one, but I like this one too. Um, the author says, Mother and child are not rivals. It is in Mm -hmm. each of their interests that the other is well and content. So in other words, we talked about this before on a recent podcast, like you moms cannot sacrifice their, you know, own happiness Mm -hmm. for like the happiness of their children because, you know, your kids benefit when you're happy just as much as you benefit when they're happy. So it's like, you know, you have to have two of those things have to come together. Otherwise it's just, it's not working. Right. So Katie, I think we wrote down all the same quotes from that. Yeah. Well, because this this is a long one. It's from the guardian, by the way, it's funny. You can Mm -hmm. tell she's like British because she has funny, funny terms in it. I love all the British terms. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's a good one. And if you are feeling the mom guilt this week, which I know if you're, I mean, if you're a mom, you for sure are, you should read this article because I think it might, I don't know. It makes you realize how it's a universal 
struggle and that it's okay to, I don't know, leave the guilt behind a little bit, right? I mean, this said, and I don't know, I assume this is true, in the UK, half of all moms have some sort of mental health issue. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, we all have mental health issues, so that's 100% right here. (laughs) Three for three with the anchor For sure. For sure. 100% in the anchor (laughs) mom. No, but really. Yeah. But seriously. In other news. This next article comes from the New York Times, and it's called um, Why You Should Give Your Partner the Gift of Time Apart. And it basically just talks about after coronavirus um, and the lockdowns, after we spent 15 months of living with others in the equivalent of an open plan office layout with little control over our time and space, the best gift you can give your significant other may be free time away from the family. Because even if they do, husbands, the weekly shopping solo, mindfully buying paper towels is not restorative, quote, me time. Um, Yes. I... It's it's unbelievable to me um, how much of like a commodity alone time is for me right now. And I think some of it is the nature of my schedule. I get up in the middle of the night. I like work all morning and then I go home and relieve, you know, the child, like our, our nanny. And then I spend all afternoon with our kid and then I put her to bed. And then literally like 10 minutes later, I try to try to go to bed. So I think I'm probably feeling it maybe more so than other people, but man, alone time is such a, such a gift. Yeah. So when she, uh, when mother's day rolls around, this author is like, um, they gave me breakfast in bed and a card and I like wiped away my tears and I was out of the door alone and I spent the rest of the day without my kids and it was glorious. And I was like, that's amazing. And it reminded me of one of my good friends who's an Anchor Moms listener. Um, Every Mother's Day, she's like, my goal is to spend the entire day by myself. And, and And she was successful this year. She and her mom, actually, you know, they're very close, went to, like, a spa, like, did a whole spa day. Like, she didn't have to take care of the kids. Um, And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. That is celebrating motherhood. Like you, your present is thank you for taking care of the kids all through the yeah. year. And then here you go. You can spend an afternoon to yourself. Well, you're reminding me of uh, just speaking of like friends. One of my friends um, said, I was like, what are you doing for Mother's Day? And she was like, oh, we're, um, I'm playing hotel. And I was like, you're going to a hotel? She was like, no, we're playing hotel where I go into the room shut the door, pretend like I'm in a hotel, like watch stuff on my iPad. And the kids just assume that I'm in a hotel. Sometimes they like bring me in some mimosas or whatever, but like, that's it. Like I'm like (laughs) pretending like I'm in my room pretending like it's a hotel room. And I was like, that's a great game. That like is great. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's even better is when you actually go to a hotel hotel by yourself. I was going to say I feel like England's gotten to do this a little bit. So, uh, yes, as you know, when you're pregnant, you have many breakdowns. And one day, (laughs) one day I was like, you know what, honey, I would just love to like go to a hotel by myself. And he's like, okay. Okay. So then I, that day, like went to a hotel, like a half a mile away. And it was amazing. And that's what this woman does in this article too. She talks about that. And, um, yeah. I had a great time. We ordered some, you know, takeout and just sat there and watched like 
the, the like crappiest, like romantic comedy on TV and was refreshed and ready to take on the next day. I'm um, jealous. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I mean, I like when I think about it, I don't know that I've had more than like an hour really or two maybe. Well, um, unless you're right, like not including not working time. Like, oh yeah, I mean I've had time where like right now, but I'm working. Right, you know, but you like, mean like luxurious me right, time, right? Like alone time, I can't. I just I can't really think about it, which is really sad. And and I think yeah. I think it is one of those things. And this article kind of talks about it. It's so easy to like discard it and be like, no, I don't need that. Like I'll just do this instead. And I'm and I do it to myself sometimes, you know. Like, I'll just say, oh, well, uh, you know, if Gregory's taking the kids to the playground, like, it'd be better for me to do this, this, and this, get these chores done, you know, when you should just, like, kick your feet up and sure. do nothing. I'm not good at that. But um, it is important, right? I mean, it really is. Karen, yeah. listen to yourself. Take your own advice. I know. Go to a hotel. I need to. Go to a hotel. Remember that time that we were covering a snowstorm and the station, um, it, like, they were worried oh, that yeah. I wouldn't be able to get to the station because it was an ice storm. So they put me up in a hotel like a mile away from the station. And I like texted you guys at like five o'clock. And I was like, I'm eating a takeout salad. I just had a glass of wine. Can snowstorms happen every You have thought you I was thought so jealous. Lottery. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Like, oh my God. Was your I was like, do they need me? Do they need me to come in? I'll take like, a hotel. Like the emojis happening in that text, like all Ooh. of the above. Yeah, here's here's hoping for some good snowstorms this uh, this upcoming winter, guys. Because I needed to, I need it for a recharge. <laughs> Fingers crossed. This I climate change recharge. thing is like not helpful. Yeah, not helpful at all. I mean, and we should give our husbands some alone time as well. I guess. That's I mean, I guess. If this article is encouraging you yeah. to, um, like, sort of barter back and forth, right? Well, and so. I think that men are. Well, I don't know if maybe this isn't universal. I guess my husband is better at like asking for that when like yeah. I'm not so much you know I'm kind of mm-hmm. like a Karen Karen where I'm just like no it's fine like you know like you can leave the kids with me or, or like whatever you know like yeah. leave me one of the kids while you guys go you know like but he's like uh but if you put one kid to bed can't you put like all 16 kids to bed at the same mm-hmm. time and then I can go out like he you know he's really like <laughs> he's trying he's, He's, yeah, he, he, he fights himself. He fights yeah. himself. Yeah, and I feel like he's good at, like, he takes a lot of, like, boys weekends, right? Yeah, like, like boys weekends, like, we, yeah. need to, we need some girls weekends. I know. When is that going to happen? Have this baby, oh, Ingrid, yeah. and then... Yes, Mama's gonna get crazy. Mama's gonna get crazy. I keep telling Katie I'm like re-enter society, like my <laughs> re-entering. Like, like she's I like, am back. Guys, it's like a, it's I'm going to be like a. Uh, no, it's like it's not to bring up Bridgerton again. Again, but she'll like message me. Um, I will. I bought some shirts that I will wear when I re-enter society, and I'm like, like you're like, what do they call it? My like coming out party. You're coming out yeah. party. Like, you know, after she's done having this baby, like she's gonna have a debut, like a presentation or something. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. A ball. A ball. A big ball. Yeah. It, it's yeah. something. Yeah. Something huge. It might just be an outdoor brewery. Who knows? But Ball, you will see me. Brewery. Oh, wow. We will be there. We will be there with bells on. Bells here. on. Ready, ready to Thank welcome you. you back into the, the into society. Culture. Back into society. Yep. Win of the week. All right, um, Miss. Um, not in society at the moment. Do you have a win for today? Oh, 
Yeah, so we've gone on a lot of vacations lately. Um, <laughs> I have another one. Um, and guys, I get to go somewhere for two weeks. I know, like, I'm not God. working for Jealous two weeks. This. Yeah, again, Katie and I were like messaging. She was like, I don't know if I've like gone on a two week vacation yeah. like, pretty much ever. Yeah, um, once on my honeymoon. And even then, I was like, this is a two week vacation. Like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. when I went, I've been to Europe before and I, it wasn't for two weeks. Um, but you know, you know, here's the disclaimer. It's like with my family. So it's not really like, I'm it's not really a vacation. It's basically yeah. what I have here, except for we're going to be at the beach. You're so taking it'll be a trip. When you good. take kids, you're like not going on vacation. You're taking a trip. Yeah, but you, but, but for you not working means like a lot more sleep. Yeah, true. I will get to, to have some more sleep, but here's the problem is when you're sick in the third trimester and mm-hmm. it's like 90 degrees and you're seven, mm-hmm. like eight months pregnant, you know where you don't want to be the on beach. a beach. Well, that's where we're going. I mean, I already feel like a whale. Now I'm going to be like a beach whale on the beach and I'm not really looking forward to that, but well, you know, but do you have a pool? Like do you have a pool? A pool. Well, you can put your chair in the, like, shallow section of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I also don't want to, like, bend over and make sandcastles. I don't want, like, the waves, like, smashing against this poor unborn child. Like, there's a lot of rules I mean, that I have. Um, I have to say, I know I should feel bad for you, but I really don't. Because it's still two weeks at the beach. It's still two weeks. Yeah. I Keep telling me this. Keep telling me this. I, I mean. I don't want to think about the drive. I don't want to think about the sleeping situations with the children. And, yeah. But it'll well, be but at anything, least not Everything's better at the beach. Like, if they're throwing a tantrum, if you're hot, if anything that's going on is better at the beach. True. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Also, um, get on that book, uh, the, the, your book yeah. for book club, mm-hmm. please. Like that's, yep. what, that's the thing. I'm that still you on page. Like, Wait, did you guys start the book club? I mean, I started it. Ingrid. Katie started it. Cause she's a weird, what, you didn't stalker. invite me. She, uh, no, we didn't really start it, but we, uh, so re- Ingrid was like, I'm reading this book. And I was like, I'm going to read this book. But that was like oh. literally two books. Did ago you already finish so. the book? Mm-hmm. I've sorry. read 20 pages since we talked. Last. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Katie, you're a pretty big reader. I don't think I could keep up either. No, like book clubs, yeah. you have to read like every month, I think. Yeah. Like you can get book. some good books done in two weeks, though. You should be able to yeah. crank out some. Come on, you want me to send Oh, you yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. mm-hmm. reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, at the beach. That's what I'm looking forward to is reading. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where we are now. What are you looking forward to at the beach? <laughs> reading. Reading. <laughs> Literally, that's about it. Uh, about it. <laughs> well, I'm oh, jealous. I hope you have fun. I think, and it's, I, I think you'll have a good time. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening today. Um, yeah. Uh, leave us a review. See us on Instagram. Visit us on Facebook. And talk to you later next week. Do you ever wonder what people think about us after these podcasts? Like, whew, I got my life together. <laughs> <laughs> like, these ladies need some help. Hey, uh, if we can if we can make somebody feel better about themselves, I'm that's all about true. it. Right, that's I'm all true. about it. Yeah, my life is we're we're doing okay. That's yeah. good. You're, you're welcome. welcome. We can be that low welcome. bar for other moms. Let's that's be the good. low bar. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. That's what we ha- are here for. Bye. <laughs> all right, bye guys. Bye guys.
Thanks for listening.